Hello and welcome to Audionautic episode 72. Today we're taking a first look at the new and very awesome King of Bass iOS app from AudioKit. They were kind enough to send it over, so we're going to have a deep dive into it. I've got a second camera set up. Let me see if I can just turn it on real quick with the app. So yeah, and that's thanks to our patrons. The show is brought to you by our patrons. If you want to check it out and get additional content and things like that, head to patreon.com slash audionautic. The link is in the description. And today we're also talking about some news and updates around Meta's threads. If you didn't get enough of a full episode basically last week, we've got more for you. Don't worry. And then some new features from Spotify for artists to take a deeper dive into your fan base analytics. My name is Sun Warper and with me today is Curtis. How are you? There you go with me today. I'm good, brother. Yeah, I, very I good. Honestly, let, let me just say, I couldn't remember just now. I had a flash of like, who do I usually go to first? Is it Eon Lake or Curtis? So I just went with Curtis. I guess I was <laughs> Recently, you've been mixing it up a little bit. Like, it started when we started doing this. You started with Eon Lake. And the past couple of weeks, maybe the last month, you've gone to me first. So maybe that's the ebb and flow of the situation in which we're in. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, it's good. It's been, it's been good. It's been busy. It's been creative. It's been productive. And... Yeah, it's been fun. So yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll get to Eon Lake in one second. We've got some comments. We've got Ben with. I'm sure it's an emoji on person YouTube, but here it's person turquoise waving. Welcome, Ben Always happy to have you. Abby is in the chat. How's it going, Abby? And then we've also got Maureen's friend. He's at the start, he says. Finally made it. Welcome. Happy to have you. And Hydro Fighter is in a meeting, but he's here. He said, hang on as long as I can. Well, we're happy to have you with us for as long as you can be with us. We miss you on the show, Hydro Fighter. Hope you can make it back. But also with me today is Eon Lake. What's going on? Hello. I'm not Curtis. (laughs) (laughs) You know what he's doing? He's he's waiting until we get used to it, and then he switches it over. Yes, just to to keep us on our toes. Just be like a little bit, who who am I? You know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm okay thanks hi i've been struggling a bit this week so um my oh, advice to anyone if they're struggling is get lots of sleep take lots of vitamins because we've talked about this before if, if you're not good physically mentally you don't have any energy you're going to struggle with music that's true i've been having a rough week and i know exactly what you mean uh back to this mic drama in the chat uh, it might be me because I've got the air conditioner on because it's boiling in the shed. I have a reduced noise thing on StreamYard, but if you're hearing some constant white noise, it's probably that. Just consider it ambient background noise, right? You know, we are ambient music makers, so that's just we're spinning it. But they're saying that it's fixed. I don't know. We'll see what but happens. When they're blaming you, but I, I'm putting the blame on me, so I don't know. Owing, owing to the notion of... Uh doing all our pre-recorded content and our live demos. I'm actually doing, I've got two audio interfaces here and I'm actually going through either of them. Um, so I can hear this properly, maybe. <laughs> why? Just why? Be- because that's why, because we've, that's what was going through. That's we had, for though in the green room, we were having a few sound issues. I wasn't getting the sound from the video or from some Warper's demo page. So now I'm just going through the audio card of my laptop. I don't know if that's helping. So we'll see. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. We're okay. You as, long as, as long as you can hear me. I mean, maybe it's better you don't hear me, but we'll have to, for now. <laughs> I want to hear your take. On a, on a podcast, I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd like to hear you. And I'm sure everyone would like to hear you as well in the chat. But uh, if you don't chat, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can like mute it, you know, if we ask. 
just see you later it's all good it's all good um yeah we got a hell of a show it's lovely to see everyone here thank you ever so much for joining us um it's wonderful to see people getting in getting in at the start of the show um if you like what we do if you wouldn't if you uh, are inclined to please uh share it on twitter and let people know that we're out and we're live we're continuing this is the second week of our uh it's the second week of our youtube experimentation so this is going to be live and then we're going to take this down at the end of the live stream and put it back up as well as putting the podcast out on Wednesday. Some of us got a busy, busy afternoon of it, it seems. <laughs> I just have to download it from StreamYard. Luckily, thanks to our patrons who helped us get the StreamYard Pro, we can just download it right away. No extra editing. So yeah, it'll be it'll once it renders, it'll be nice and easy. So yeah. Thanks yeah. to patrons for that, for easing my life a bit. <laughs> <laughs> they make our lives a lot easier and it's wonderful. So yeah. Um shall we dive into the main topic for today? Yes. Yes. Now, Sumwolf has been uh, whittling away uh, at this so at this new app from AudioKit Pro. Uh, tell us all about it, Sumwolf. Yeah, so this is AudioKit King of Bass. So a couple weeks, months ago, we covered King of FM from AudioKit, and that was free. This one is $3.99 until July 31st, $9.99 after. It's a bit of a spiritual successor to an 808 and bass app they did a couple of years ago. Uh, which I had and which is awesome. That's actually what turned me on and uh, let me know that AudioKit was making some really cool plugins and things like that. And so just a quick disclaimer, because I know Eon like is already looking to give it. They sent the app over, but they have no say in the content. So we're just, everything we do in the video is our own opinions. But a little bit about it before we do some sound demo and walk through over 300 presets. There's a hundred, what they call starter sounds to make your own sound. Uh, traditional synth engine, including pulse width modulation, which we all love. Step sequencer, two LFOs, and you can change like the type that they're doing. If it re-triggers, one shot. You can also modulate. There's a ton of destinations you can choose. You can also have one LFO modulate the other LFO. There's a bass distortion, which they call, uh, I think it's heat and fire, and it is it gets nasty. There's also a kick it function, which they claim, and we'll test it out. They claim that it can turn any patch into a custom, perfectly tuned kick because it's a keyboard, right? So you can choose whatever. Uh, let's see. Destination, you can morph sounds, wobble, pitch dive, crush them. There's a really cool lo-fi bit crush. Tons of stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's the basic setup of it. Do we want to do a sound demo that I did in GarageBand first, or do we want to take a look at the app first? Hmm. Oh, Curtis is just full of jingles and jangles today. Yeah. Curtis, you, you, <laughs> let's hear and chat. You can let us know too. But uh, but what should we do first? What do you want? Deep dive or a actual sound demo? That's probably going to be better audio quality than the two camera thing we're running for the sound. I can't believe I'm agonizing over this decision. <laughs> just do one. <laughs> Don't ever ask me to make decisions. <laughs> All the responsibility. Oh, God, I just don't You're know. the wise one here. You're the wise one that, that just decrees and we follow. I mean, come on, man. Maybe we should look at it first and then hear it. Okay. All right. And we can still hear it when, while we're looking at it. But, um, but yeah. All right. So let me add this. So just an FYI, we've got demo, then deep dive. Okay. So we've yeah. got differing opinions here. So. <laughs> I'd go with Ben, dude. Okay, we'll go with Bendu. So we'll take a quick listen. This was in GarageBand yesterday. I used a 909 from GarageBand and then a bunch of, um, uh, what's it called, uh, patches of 
king of bass. And it's not just bass, as you'll see. So let's listen to that and then we'll move over. And I'm gonna get to some chat after that as well. my uh -huh. never never really <laughs> used garage band garage band demo there's a lot of lfo emulate uh automation i'm sorry on the um through the lfo not automated in garage band but on the filter as you can hear in those leads i started with the 808 because i know curtis is a true lover of 808 so i wanted to show him hey this can be done and it sounds great uh yeah anything you guys want to say before we move into the deep dive i like it you gonna like, get it? I do like using bass bass sounds for lead lines as well. You get a lovely, soft, warm lead. That's yeah. really, I like it. Yeah. Tell me Curtis? more. You need uh, more. Well, we've got you covered okay. for that. Don't worry. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, it looks really lush. Um, again, soft synths doing really good uh, and coming out well. That seems really versatile for what you've got, and I do love the eight hundred eight. So thank you for thinking of me. Um, I had to. I had to. I was like, I got you covered. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't yeah, worry. It's cool. yeah yeah um i'm similar to eon like you i mean you can you can obviously you can use it you can use it as a base but then you can always pitch it up and you've got something that's really smooth and polished so it's nice um yeah it sounds really cool really cool uh tell us more some walker sorry if it's a bit grainy i'm running a two computer setup to do this so that's what we got now let me know if you can hear this you getting that oh. yes yeah okay very good so very that good. is the default 808 first patch just a massive Nice. That. <laughs> now, <laughs> I love that that's the first one. As soon as you open it, just. <laughs> you can see there is a very cool. You can see, I'm sorry, you can see the waveform. Here's the kick it function that they say makes it a drum. Yeah. Of course, you get the volume. Here's the kick. So if you go to kick it, let's hear it without it. Kind of sounds similar, but let's turn that on and let's raise this drop. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 Let's just go all the way extreme. <laughs> and then you can adjust, look at that. Look at that waveform. <laughs> that that's beautiful. Then you can go to the sustain and make it just take forever. Let me. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. 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 Yeah. And so then if we drop, let's change the sustain around a little bit. So I dropped the drop all the way. And let's see what sustain does. It just makes it really ring out a lot. Okay, and then you also get the analog filter. Resonance. That car horn was not from the... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfectly timed, but it's not from the app. It was perfect timing, though. 
what if it was though? Here's the heat. So this is distortion, and I'll show some non-808 sounds so you can get a little bit of better idea of some of these because this doesn't really do some of these options justice. But so let's crank the fire up. The way they call it fire. Yeah, I know. And then there's a lo-fi, and we can change how much bit depth there is and crush it to bits. Noy. Yeah. Chit and then here's, Chit if you turn on the LFO, if you hit more, you can change the destination of LFO one. There are tons of options. And then you can set what waveform for the LFO. You can see I have it right now on the filter and you can see it just moving, changing rate and the amount. There's also a limiter to help with the sound. So if we go to the oscillator page, you can choose two oscillators and you can have the analog waveforms or you can go to all these PCM waveforms. Again, there's tons. There's also a ton of analog ones. So you can really mess around. You can change the amount of each layer, which is this middle one. And then also you can link the ADSR for each, or you can have them actually be separate. So you could, let's put the, that to 50. You can hear that one because I raised the attack. It's coming in late. If we put it at the start. Oh, we also have this mega bit crush. <laughs> There we go. Uh, let's go to, let me go back actually. Really quick, this is just one of those ARP sounds that it does. So I'm just gonna hold that. There we go. Turn on the LFO. Let's see what the kick it does. Ah, pendulum. Suddenly we're making pendulum. We'll put on some crush. I'm gonna raise the limiter. Put on the fire. Let's take the alcohol off. Raise the resonance. Here's the oscillator. We can turn this one on. Now we've got the second one. We could. <laughs> it's getting nasty. Alright, and then here's the sequencer page. And then there's this pro page, which has some high pass filters, chorus, and a very cool delay. Shut it off and see how long it goes. I love that delay. Ah, it's insane. I mean, yeah. you, you, you could just you could just have it as a, like a beast, beast moment. Yeah, just have it as this like yeah, little extra mode. thing you just have in your back pocket. That's awesome. Yeah. So and this that's... is I'm using it on an iPad because well, one, my phone is actually acting as the camera that's right here. But uh, yeah, you can have it on your phone. Um, but yeah, you can just have all these sounds. I mean, if we just showed two of the default default patches um there are tons of patches so here's those starters that says you can kind of start with 808 life that's that's curtis's motto in life there you go that's 808 life sorry let me go back to the zoom so you guys can see so that's the uniformity of the existence right there 808 life (laughs) 80s (laughs) retro wave let's get that delay back on though here we go Oh, that's large. Let's change the time. Let's go actually. (laughs) Maybe we can get a pad actually real quick. We can change this second one. Big friggin' bass. Okay. 
Let's see what Kick It does. <laughs> we'll just do very slow rate on the elbow. check if there's anything that i need to cover that i missed i think we got it all i love the effects on this thing mm, but the king yeah. of fm also has all those effects or a lot of them the bit crusher is a ton of fun especially and i mean you could automate the bit crusher there's actually one patch that has the lfo doing the bit depth like changing the bit from 12 bit 16 4 and it just makes it sound chaotic but yeah i think that's about everything is there anything you guys want me to cover any questions well uh, while we have i have some questions burning questions but let us in the chat let us know what you guys think uh where you sit with this we've got the soundtrack of the hackers by uh from maureen's friend that's quite cool yeah uh that's what you think uh can i can i take the helm I'm, i've got i've got a burning desire so you've been it sounds like you've been studying this i mean you have you've been studying this religiously over the last couple of days after they, we got the code from audio kit pro where do you see it come in to a setup where where is it its strengths it, given the the sounds that we have gotten there we have a very idm vibe we've got a very retro vibes and obviously the wonderful 808s where do you see it coming in to it okay where, where do you see it come in what do people what could we be looking for if we're looking for a certain sound what is the certain sound coming from it that's what i think is the beauty of it is that it's very accessible for any type of sound really like that was just three patches right and just the stock patches that we've kind of manipulated but you already covered those 808s you've got the arps like very plucky arps and then we took what was kind of a plucky sound and turned it into a pad with that lush delay and things like that so i kind of think it's it's a it can kind of it's very versatile it can handle everything it seems like now, this might be on me, but it seems like it's monophonic only. And I may, might be completely wrong, but that does seem to be the case. I think since it's bass and things like that, I think 808s are a big thing with it. Obviously bass and then arps and leads are really how I'm seeing it. Or you could do the Eon Lake and sample or record multiple single lines and make chords from it. And I might be wrong. It might be um, polyphonic, but I'm not seeing it anywhere when I'm looking in uh, Again, I could be totally wrong, but I think it's a monophonic one. There are some massive chords from that if you drive layering. Yeah. That's what, my plan is to do. I'll be doing a video on my channel next week. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to make a song like I've done with a couple other things. Try to make a song using just that for the, I'm going to do the drums with it, like the kick and the bass, the 808. And then all the leads and sounds I'll be using, you know, chromatic mode or if I do it in the DAW some sort of sampler to do polyphony and things like that and then i might have to use a kick not a kick a snare and a hi-hat from a sample or something but i want to build a song from it and i want to do something different like maybe synthwave or lo-fi house like not what you would expect with that type of sound source what about you curtis do you have a spot you're seeing it that you could use it 
Well, I mean, <clears throat> the I would really like to see what it could do. Those, like I say, with those those fuzzy arps that you got. When you went to the retro sounds, that kind of IDM sound, that's what I'm kind of missing right now, um, so to speak. Um, just at the touch of a button. With always with these things, it comes down. I need to buy an iPad because these they're get, they're getting a lot better. These synths are getting a lot better in their own regard. Um, particularly curious about. Uh, yeah, those lead sounds that are coming through, particularly spiky, they're quite nice, really. What about those 808s? I thought that would just steal your heart right away. Well, I guess, I mean, they have. I'm not denying that. Um, they have completely. I think I've, I'm pretty sorted with 808s just in my workflow because of the way I route things through a simpler. Um, yeah. And which means that when I create my baselines, my 808s are automatically created themselves underneath. Now, if I was feeling fancy, I could give that a try in the workflow down another space in time. Um, mm -hmm. But I just, at the moment, because I've only just built it, I'm kind of like, I get to basically create three tracks at the same time using a, using a simpler. So, but that's, that's another thing for another day. Um, are there any, are there any drawbacks? Well, uh, I don't like iPad and iPhone keyboard, but obviously you can connect the MIDI keyboard and have fun mm. with it that way. Um, or you could send MIDI to it, which is real easy with like USB-C or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I don't really see any drawbacks. It's a lot of fun. And if you're using it for those specific things or just as a sound design, like experimentation, I think it's great. And for right now, like I said, until July 31st, it's four bucks. And then after that, it's going to be 10. So, you know, you can determine if it's worth it for you. But look at the, I mean, just the amount of fun we had just like jamming on these already set sounds. But I think the, the real fun and experimentation would be, uh, really messing with the layers and all those different PCM and analog sources and things like that. And then the LFOs and changing the destinations. Real quick, Bendu in the chat says, I'm curious about the keys. They take up so much room on the UI. Do they have modulation on their vertical axis? I'm not sure about that. I I will look into it. I was just messing around. That's why I kept looking down, seeing what's in the settings and things like that. But uh, I, I can ask AudioKit and see that may be something that's there that I'm not familiar you know, with. Uh... Or add in. You know the Animoog plugin. Yes, I have that. Similar. Yeah. 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 Would be cool. Yeah, very much so. What's it like? The clean sound. Define clean sounds. Um, undistorted, not a bit crushed. Let you me know. see something because there's this one. It that... seems to have a lot of thickness and tones. I, I'm wondering how much of that comes from the sound engine, how much from the drive, and all of that. Yeah, here's what they call anisynth bass guitar still has some distortion and of course this is coming through several rounds of internet so because i'm sending this to my i'm hearing this with latency because i'm hearing well, the, the reason i ask is because what i'm liking about it is the filthiness mm. i mean it yeah really, it's got a real blown it messed up a knackered speaker sound to some of these I think that's kind of its its main thing it is like a very distorted gritty bass sound there's I don't want to say definitively no, because mm. I haven't done, gone through like all of these things. And like yeah. I said, there's tons of sources you can mess with. So I bet you can get some cleaner That's sounds. I love it. I, I really think... like the sound, like you're, you're overfilling the buffers of the, the effects as well. And yeah. Yeah. The different layers take over. And it's, I quite like it. It's for me, it's very atmospheric. Yeah. I think it's, for me, it's good as an idea thing, you know? Yeah, I think as a, a sound design tool, 
and just making really cool sounds and things like that, it makes a lot of sense and it's a lot of fun for that. I do think to your point, a lot of this is based or I mean, look, they have a lo-fi setting that you can just crush to oblivion and they also have this heat setting. So there's a lot of push towards distortion and things like that. So I think you're right that it's that's kind of its goal, but it can do a lot. I just, I mean, I'd even just recording you messing around with it and then sampling the little bits of that, you know, yeah, really good. And sometimes I write just trying to establish a mood first before there's any harmonic or melodic content. And so that sounds like it would be very good for establishing moods. Yes, definitely. And if anybody is interested in checking it out, I believe I already put the link to their website, which will go to the App Store in the description. If not, it will be there at the end. And if you're watching on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it will be in the show notes. Definitely yeah. for me. And I'm just going to check something. Um, if you guys don't mind carrying on for a second, I'm going to just check something. I don't mind carrying on. I have you better. carry on. You might have noticed. <laughs> after the show and i've already got a couple of ideas the things i'm gonna try with it are and you are you thinking of buying that mono, if it is monophonic can i just like have two different sounds and just midi it and have one left and one right that was... stuff like that well there is also like you can change the pitch of each layer separately so you yeah. can get the kind of like you know a chord sound or but you uh, can't pan them separately, can you? you I believe you can. Just give me one second. I believe there's pan on each. I just want to check one thing. Ooh, that could be good. Curtis, yeah. are you yeah. thinking of getting an iPad for all of this? I mean, it's getting it's getting increasingly gonna it's it's increasingly very becoming much of a reality in that sense. I think the they are just getting better. Like it's not just this is not the first one that you've done. And we've done a couple on the show now, and each one is just amazing in their own in their own way. And they're also cheap. And I was talking yeah. to you about freeing up a space on my uh, interface for something new. I was like, "Well, all right." Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I don't know if I'll be able to get one of the brand new ones, but maybe if I find one secondhand, it'd be something worth into. Because that's what I was going to say. Check mm. out secondhand for sure. Yeah, um, there is there is a strong the force is strong with them. Let's put it that way. <laughs> So real quick, I do want to show uh, that. Let me go back to this one. This is King of FM. I don't know if you can see it. I know this is probably a little grainy. King of FM, not the one we're covering today, but we previously covered, is completely free forever. So if you want to just check out the company or something like that, I highly recommend this one. It's got a lot of the same effects and I think even more like phaser and things like that. So it's well worth checking out. And then now we'll explore. Let me just check. I want to check. I believe you can pan each sound individually. You know, like, let me check that. See, yeah, so I leave the studio and go downstairs. On the stairs is my iPad. I'll be picking that up as I go. <laughs> and yes, you can. Let me go back. You can pan individually. So you can see, sorry, it's so grainy, but there's pan here and pan here. So you could go left, uh... right, and then put the layers and let's see. Should hear those. I don't know if it's coming in mono with. Uh, I think it's coming in mono, but it's good to know you can do stereo. Yeah. I got survey channel in the chat says no means to use iOS apps. Yeah, uh, I don't think you have a Mac either, right? Because some of these, like King of FM, you can use on uh, as a plugin, but I don't know about King of Bass yet. But um, yeah, that's a bummer. I mean, that's like what we were saying with Curtis, like getting a cheap 
Mm. Little use, but I mean, if it's, I really like this. I'm getting more and more into this whole iOS ecosystem of apps and things like that because, like, as of now, I don't have the budget to buy a lot of new gear. But if I really want some new sounds or something like that, mm. there's these that, like, Audio Kit puts out a lot of incredible things for free or for very cheap. And I mean, Moog has plugin or Moog has apps and, yeah, um, really like, Eon, like, already referenced Animog, I think it's called. That one's yeah. great. They have the model, what is it, Model D? Yeah, that's on there. And um, yeah, there's a lot of really fun. I mean, Koala Sampler, you know, I sing the praises of that. Say again, Ian, like And the Model 15. Yeah, I've got an ARP 2600 clone on my iPad as well. I don't can't remember who did it now. But yeah, lots of good yeah. stuff on it. I know a few times I've been stuck in a track needs something and I don't want to keep using similar things. And um, I've, a couple of lead lines on, on on tracks have come from phone or iPad. And just because it's a different sound that sort of sits mm. in the mix better because it's not the same day sort of thing again, you know, occupies its own space. And yes. you can get some freaky deaky stuff off of some of these apps, you know, that you would struggle to get otherwise. Yeah. I think they're kind of unique in their own way, aren't they? If you like... We talk about ear candy, don't we? We always talk about kind of uh, making your track something a little bit different, a little bit special. Like we all have sounds. I mean, we did a round robin a couple of weeks ago where we talked about like having a sound and having something that's identified with our with our project, so to speak. But then these non traditional methods of synthesis, shall we say, um, they create because of their novel kind of existence, they create something really new and something very different and just gives a little bit of pizzazz to your track or something like that. Definitely. I mean, that's what's really fun about it. And the the low bar for entry with a lot of apps being so cheap, it's like a really cool way of doing that. Uh, ben Do in the chat says, I no longer have an iPad, but I do miss Animog. Do you have an iPhone, Ben Do? Probably not, because I know Animog is also on phone. I have it on there, but uh, yeah, just curious. Anything else you guys want me to cover before I dismantle second computer? No, I was just thinking because it excels so much at doing the filth and the the heavily affected regen stuff and all of that. I just wondered, does it have other applications? I think it probably does. I mean, it's clearly, you know, pushing itself deliberately in one direction and doing it very well. But, yeah, you might be able to get some clean stuff out of it as well. We'll see. I'm sure you can, especially with that filter and just messing with mix and things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it. I think the biggest thing – and we covered it at the start, but it's really, I mean, it's king of bass. That's its function. It's really cool bass sounds. There's tons, but, you know, we always like to push things and see. So I I really gravitated towards the effects because I found that delay was a lot of fun. And then the crusher can work in really interesting ways. So, of course, there's bias in this presentation as that's like my, the thing that really I gravitated towards. But yeah, there's a lot of fun you can do with it. There you go. Yeah. I'll be interested to see. And th those listening back or watching back, uh, It'd be interesting to see what you guys are thinking about these, well, particularly this iOS app, um, and see if you're incorporating more into it. I know they are, they're more common than they once were. So thank you to uh, Audio Kit Pro for sending it over. It's really cool. Yeah, massive thanks. It's been a lot of fun to work with, and I highly recommend checking it out. Very much. Um, the From one uh, demonstration, more of a heads up for next week, um, next week we have got uh, the Octave Cat uh, coming in oh. from Cherry Audio. We have yeah. got that. Uh, we're very excited about that. We've got. Um, we will be. We got some codes sent over from Cherry Audio. 
and we'll be doing another deep dive next week uh which we've like two episodes two weeks and two demos it's like yeah, yeah consistent i was looking at that octave cat as well i'm interested so yeah good i've had it i've had a little sneaky peek and it is uh i had about half an hour late last night and it's it's interesting so we're going to dive into it next week yeah we'll have a two two viewpoints they were kind enough to send two codes so we'll check it out and show it from two very different approaches <laughs> yeah two very different approaches we want to know as well um the we want to know what you guys want to see as well so if you want to let us know what you'd be curious about learning about the, the octave cat from cherry audio um let us know in the discord patrons let us know in the in the twitter twitter group um what do you want to see what do you want us to focus on uh what do you want to know about this demonstration that we have moving forward um next week's gonna be fun so yeah very much so yeah let us know in the twitter group patrons and then if you want to just join our discord it's free for everyone you can head over there and let us know if there's anything you want us to check out so yeah yeah um it's gonna be fun so um that's the news that we have for this week um we are we have this demo um we're gonna move straight across them uh, to the marketing minute but it'll be a few minutes this week because we've actually got two smaller segments yes um, and yeah. these were brought by Curtis. I was busy with this demo, so he took the reins for this one. We did take the reins for this one, um, but we can't go over it. You are, you are, uh, you are the one that we check, run everything through when it comes to marketing because you're you're on point uh, with it with the marketing this year. So um, we have two smaller pieces coming through. Um, one is uh, an update on threads. Threads. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. I got quite, I got quite funny. Uh, yeah, you had fun with overlay. this one. <laughs> <laughs> I got quite funny uh, with the uh, overlays this week. Um, so we'll start with threads. Um, we had a massive episode on threads uh, last week. Um, I think it was the majority of our show, really, if I'm not much mistaken. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We had a marketing um, minute special that was an hour and like 20 minutes. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, so um, we thought we could give you a little bit of an update. If anyone, I've seen some people on Threads, I, and I, I, I won't lie, I'm, I'm, I haven't spent as much time on it this week as I did last week. But well, I'm not. That's a great transition. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of so, a transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So over the over the first five days of Threads' existence, over a hundred million people signed off. Uh, signed up. Sorry, but the drop off has been ridiculously significant. Um, they, uh, the apps was nearly broke when everyone was downloading them in the first couple of days, but within, it launched on a Tuesday. However, by the Saturday, it had dropped 20%. 20%. Yeah, had, that's crazy. I mean, we have uh, we have release days where obviously all our uh, listens go spiking up for, for a day or so, and then they come down again and it kind of evens out. But I'm not sure even I have had a drop of 20% uh, in three days. Um, yeah. Do you have that that article that we Yeah, this, from, yeah this from is, CNBC. These are, these are the analytics we're talking about are from CNBC. It's an article we got. Um, yeah, the average user time went down too. Let me share yes, this. Yes, and the average user time went down uh, by 50%. Uh, from 20 minutes to 10 yeah. minutes. So pe people are spending less time on there and there's just less people on there in general, really. Um, yeah, and I'd be curious to hear, because I mean, we talked about it in our anecdotal part of our experiences with threads. Um, let me just turn off the banner because it's blocking Eon Lake. And I, of course, want to see Eon Lake's face. There we go. 
I need yeah. his eye rolling at all of you know the social media stuff. <laughs> but um, but we noticed first of all the algorithm seemed to be very wonky. Like you get a lot of follows because there's this Instagram integration where if you sign up, it says, "Do you want to follow all these people?" But because of that, I think people make an account and then just you know don't check. And it seems like if at least on my feed and Curtis, you can probably collaborate with that. But uh, it's a lot of really big names in my like i don't even know if it's still i still don't think it's a for you page they really rushed it out but i get nobody i follow pops up in my feed it's all just mm. like big names that you can see i'm not following and i'm like why am i seeing this <laughs> have you seen that for what little time you've spent on there i i have for sure uh and i have seen the fact that when i've got a heart you know when you've got the heart for like your likes and stuff and then mm -hmm. you've got the little thing underneath that tells you you've got more yeah um that doesn't work for me. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all it's messed nothing, up, right? It just keeps showing the same thing for me. Yeah, or yeah, like new, uh, like the same. It, even if I've checked it, it still says, "Oh, this is still new," and I'm like, "No, it's not. Stop telling me there's something new." See, that's interesting. You'll show something. I just get there is nothing oh, you to be displayed see. at this time. Like, nothing. It's wow. just, there is nothing yeah. to be displayed at this time. Um, oh, wow. So, I mean, ideal is it? I, I mean, the, the very not very the, the opposite of ideal. I mean, I I wonder the they do they are quite they are quite. Just hold candid. on, just talk about that sloth AI image that's on the right there. Oh wow! <laughs> like, the robot sloth thing. What is that? I that wonder. Is, that is the thing of nightmares. I wonder if uh, that's algorithmically done because I've been looking at a lot of sloth things over the last couple of days. <laughs> so I wonder if I wonder you. they've got me. They've got me. But anyway. Now they just need it playing an 808. And they'll have you <laughs> flying at sacred. Nothing too racy, I hope, Curtis. No, no. Uh, well, one can dream. Um, <laughs> I mean, they have been quite candid. Coming back to the article in hand, um, and away from my internet search uh, history, the... Um, <laughs> Uh, they say it's early days. We're excited about the initial success of Freds, which has surpassed our expectations. We launched the app just over a week ago, and our focus is now ensuring a stable performance, delivering new features, and continuing to improve the experience in coming months. They're being very candid. They know that this is um, something that is clunky and isn't really working. Um, and like I said last week, I think it's all part of the. I think it's all part of the narrative, personally. But yeah. Um, that's what's going on with threads. Ian Lake, what are you thinking? I'm still, I mean, I don't get to use it yet, obviously, because I'm in Europe, but um, it does seem odd, really. It is, I'm, I'm still wondering about that whole, is it just, is it a bit of a marketing thing that we're going on this journey, come on the journey with us? I don't think anyone's got the attention span for going on a journey on social media these days. <laughs> to be fair, it's just, Scroll, scroll, scroll. And I think what will happen is it's just uh, uh, nothing going on here. I'm off. Look, oh, look, a squirrel. And they're gone, you know. <laughs> I like that. So, yeah. <laughs> I think you mean, oh, look, I might be over-egging it. <laughs> you mean, oh, look, a sloth. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm off to Google sloths now. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a sloth, okay? <laughs> sloths are cool, dude. Sloths are cool. Nothing wrong with a good sloth. Hang on. I'm, uh, channel has quite an opinion about threads. Let's get um, on here. Yeah. 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 Sure. That's just trash. Just absolute smoldering rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think. Oh, man. I think, that's good. I think if they were going for the whole like, join us on a journey, here's this rough 
take of you know our version of Twitter or whatever. I mean, I think that's the logical endpoint for a lot of people. Like, you don't want a buggy mess. And I think they've only done, at least to my knowledge, one update so far that was like, we're doing some bug squishing. Like, great, okay. Can what you get the- like a for you page or maybe hashtags yeah. or maybe fix my notifications so it stops saying like something new, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, but I I, I was thinking that whole keeping the, the notification saying there's something new is to get that dopamine hit of like, oh, there's something new. Let me go back on threads and let me spend time on it. Right. You know, yeah. that's my, that's my, I guess, like, Conspiracy. let me take my yeah. tinfoil hat off. Right. But, <laughs> or put it on, I should say. But yeah. I've barely got the patience for my own journey. I've got no patience for this. Yeah. Yeah. On it on <laughs> Especially a what multi billion dollar company. They can, exactly. they can finish the, the, the shit doesn't work. Oh, pardon my French. Sorry. The it's, rubbish, uh, you mean? Yeah. The quote survey channel here, okay. The, the right idea. It's just mad. They're, they're, are they not big enough to be able to develop software? Do they not have the the funding? I I, it, I, can you? I completely agree with you. On the one hand, I completely agree with you. I I, I maintain like it. There is there is the there is a notion of like you say, come along for the ride. This is rough and this is candid, and we're just going along. And it could be it could be bullcrap. I'm trying to think of another word, but um, rubbish, uh, rubbish. It could, <laughs> it could be twallop. It could be twallop. Um, <laughs> but it's, I do wonder. Okay, stick with me on this one. All right, but the the notion of people as watching it unfold, perhaps again, producers and artists getting into the game themselves and seeing how this works might give them a little bit of hope in that regard. And it's like, yeah, I don't have to be perfect. Yeah, I don't have to put everything out as polished. Social that overarching idea of polishing stuff, which social media has contributed to and has led to the degradation of many people's mental health. If you know you're coming onto this world where now social media goes back to those potato quality things, I mean that's not such a bad thing. That makes it. If, you know what I mean? Potato quality. <laughs> yeah, that got me on like interested. He's sold now. That's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I don't think think, the channel agrees that it's actually, you know, up to potato quality yet, but, you know. (laughs) My hesitation with it is just knowing it's meta. And they they are very anti, or, well, I guess anti-creator after a certain point, right? When the honeymoon phase ends, they clamp down so they can get ads. And I get it that, you know, they need to, well, they have so much money, but they need to stay afloat, obviously. But, like, there's other means of doing that besides just clamping down on small artists, you know? So that's my hesitation. They've done that. They've gotten rid of apps that they've introduced before. I mean, Google does that too. Does anybody remember what was it called? Google plus Google plus. I I thought that's just like completely just like no one, what Google plus, what is, you know, Google plus plausible deniability with Google plus. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, so I, I just, I don't know. It's like, I feel like that whole, if it is that whole, go on a journey with us. It's like, that's the wrong thing to do when you're a company that that large, that you know has all the means for solving all of this and stuff like that. Depends where the journey's going, eh? Yeah. How long is it going to take? And eventually all these these companies will decline and flatten out anyway. So, (laughs) I mean... It's just R.I.P. Google Reader. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's fully dropped yet, but there was also that streaming game service, Stadia, Google Stadia. That, like, came, went, yeah. 
Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with businesses putting out there and seeing what works. And just no, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm just saying like Facebook has a uh, a bit of a history of rolling something out, putting it away. You know, just like never meant. Remember, yeah. like in that news article we talked about last week, they had a Threads app before that was an Instagram Messenger yeah. or something, and they just got rid of it, and now they're pretending like that never existed. Here's Threads, a brand new app. You know, mm. yeah, um, the ultimate gaslight. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um that's threads uh we're going to be keeping an eye on what's going down i i think i've made a couple of threads uh the other day and i'm going to keep using it just to see what's going on there like yeah, yeah just poke the bear just see what happens. Yeah, i don't think there's any reason to not if you if you want if you're already posting on other things just lemonize and just put it on mm. threads right like that's what i do i just i don't even i open it for two seconds copy paste you know paste whatever i'd already done and just call it a day because yeah, you never know, it might take off. Yeah, it, it might I mean take that article off. doesn't paint a good picture, but this is early days, and as they fix things, it might start gaining traction. People might start using it. Drama might happen with other social media that brings more people over. You never know. Yeah, you never know. That's um, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Drama with other social media. <laughs> Yeah, there's never anything. Nothing. Like What's that. What's the other part of the marketing minute docket? The mm. other part of the marketing minute docket uh, is we are back with uh, Spotify, um, and <laughs> <laughs> only super fit. <laughs> you had a lot well, of fun today with those. Yeah, I did. Really I did, did have a lot. I did have a lot of fun. Um, I've had a good day. I've had a whole day in Ableton, so I'm in like I'm at like peak peak uh, happiness for now. Um, the uh yeah this is uh there's some new updates on the spot on the spotify for artists page uh where they've actually deepened a lot more and they've brought in the concept of super fans now let me bring up my notes so i can get this right for everyone while you Basically, do that we've got a chat let me just bring that up because it's back on threads so we'll be quick uh okay. ben do ask serious question is there a way to just automatically send my instagram post to threads without any effort for me i don't believe so at least not yet first party not yet there may be but i will say meta who owns facebook instagram all that is billing threads as more like a text-based thing at least that was their original pitch for it so i'm not sure they're going to want to have direct instagram being video and photo like posting there i don't know and as it struggles and drops off they might do that to kind of bring things back up i'm not sure but uh to my knowledge and it sounds like to curtis and all that there isn't a way yet and i don't know about things like later and third-party apps if there's any sort of there's these uh websites you can use where it you just put something on that and you connect it like you log in through it and it just posts everything at the same time to all of it but i don't know mm -hmm. if threads is on that yet I mean, eventually you can just see them coming together. If you post a photo or to Instagram, if you post a thread, it will just come up as a box. Surely that's probably where it's going to go. Um, yeah, I mean, you can already do that between Instagram and Facebook. When you're yeah. posting something on Instagram, you can say, share this to Facebook. If you have it linked to either a Facebook page or a Facebook profile, things like that. Yeah, so we'll have to see how that pans out. Um, but yes, back to Spotify for now. Um, so like I say, uh, Spotify for Arts has always been a good way to see analytics, 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 and kind of see where a lot of analytics, a lot of analytics, analytics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you can see where your listens are, and you, can, you know we've all used it. We all know what they are, but they've always been quite vague, and it's just been your audience, generally speaking. Um, but now uh, Spotify has come in, and they have created uh, what is called uh, super fans. 
So they've delineated and given a bit more detail in that regard. Yeah, they have a, a new section called segments where they're showing mm. all the breakdown of your super fans and what they call programmed audience. Yeah, so we're going to go through them in just a sec, but it's just interesting to see they've always had this they've always they've always had this they've just not made it available to us so you've got your fans you've got uh, your listeners and then you also now have access to see your super fans who drive 42 percent of your future engagement with new people and you know the same people and stuff like that the more basically from what i understand it the more that you engage your super fans the greater boost or bump it will give to the rest of your audience or potential audience in that regard um and they break this down so which is really nice so if you can just uh if you oh, can just course. share this there we go so i'm going to uh go this around here into segments this is uh this is my one uh on my uh, right for now so currently no one is my super listener excellent but what you can see is that you have now moderate listeners and light listeners um, and then you can see throughout all of it um, how things are changing over time. Now, if I keep this here for a second. Yeah, and really quick, that's just in active audience. So there's three segments yeah. now, which yeah. is really cool. So there's within each segment, there's segments. But so you're just clicked. Yeah, so active audience. And then you have the previous active audience, which is like what you had in the, mm -hmm. I think, last 28 days or something. And yes. then there's the programmed audience, which is just playlist plays, editorials, and things like that. Exactly. So previously active listeners are people who have tuned in over the last two years, uh, but haven't necessarily done so in the last 28 days. You've got a programmed audience, which is like you say, ones who don't f listen to you exactly, but they get you from playlists and they get you from the radio. Your super listeners are your active audience where and they have your, they're your most dedicated fan base. Uh, they and they are the ones who are driving more listeners to you. Um, they listened a lot over the last twenty eight days, and they will continue to do so. Then within that, under that, you have moderate listeners, people who have tuned in a few times, um, and they'll do the same. They could be promoted in in inverted commas. And then you have light listeners who might have streamed you once or twice in the last couple of days, and then again. So that's like your bronze, silver, and gold in that regard. So, yeah. yeah, um, I think the idea of it is you can see the way I see this is a kind of like a personalization, a further personalization into a kind of where you're sending your targeted ads, if that's what you're doing in that regard. Um, you can see you could really hone in on who your active listener or your super listeners are, target them, and you could then grow that to a bigger audience because they seeing the similarities between them, that would be a nice way of doing things in that regard. Find out who is really keen on your work. Yeah, I mean, it's also just really good to know how people are listening to you, where, because there's also that thing in beta, there's two, the audience engagement and then the release engagement. So you can kind of get a clear picture of the way releases are going. And if you have a new release or active listeners, I'm hoping one of the things that I would hope they do is kind of bridge the gap between now you have this, you're seeing, oh, here's active listeners, here's this, but you're not seeing like, what are they listening to? How are they listening? And I mean, maybe some way to know where they're listening from. Like if you're talking as Curtis is from a marketing standpoint, it would be helpful to know like, oh, your active listeners are in the Czech Republic and uh, UK and England, you know, like all this type of stuff. So that if you're doing that, so it's a good start. It's in beta. There's also the release engagement, which they did a while ago that shows you how many of your followers listen to a release in X amount of days. So there's kind of multiple things you can pull from this. 
I don't think it's game changing and it's still Spotify, but uh, it, it's nice that they're adding more things and more ways of seeing a little bit into like a little bit behind the curtain of streams, which has just been this mysterious thing. Yeah, like yeah. you're the biggest supporter of Spotify. What's your take on this? I think anything they do is brilliant. Go <laughs> <There we laughs> <are. I> <laughs> the party it. line, yeah. Like <laughs> I've said it many times. You know, they just keep getting better and better. I think this is a good thing. I think it's more information. I think the thing that's missing still is some way to engage with them directly, which mm. you perhaps would have through Bandcamp or your own website or other means, you know, you maybe have a distribution list so that you could actually directly contact your biggest fans. But it's nice that they're making some of the data available to you now. It's just, um, I think there still needs to be a little bit more thought about how you can make use of that information yeah. other than chin rubbing and, no, oh, that's, that's useful. I mean, all right, if you're planning a world tour, you might, you know, have a better idea of where you need to play. But apart from that, I don't know, maybe I'm not imaginative enough, but it's just might feed your ego, but it doesn't necessarily help you make decisions or reach people who are more interested than others. But no bad thing at that. Mm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, they, they're, it's better than, it's better than nothing, I suppose. We could all hope for just a few more, a few bit more money in streaming. Maybe not, we wouldn't have to worry so much about the audience, but I mean, obviously that's not going to happen. Um, the, any, any new, any better information is always a good thing. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't even do uh, targeted ads and things like that. And I don't really, um, I, I, I go on for a cursory look and I'm like, kind of, it's for me, it's just interesting to see where people are tuning in from. Um, yeah. like, just to see, just to see who's vibing with the wonky tunes that I make uh, more than anything. Yeah. And we've done some targeted ads with the playlist, the Audio Nautic Radio playlist, which the link is in the description if you want to listen. Latest in independent and chill music. Lots of fun. I actually need to update it. It's been like three weeks because life has just been crazy. So if you've got a song that you think fits on it, send it to either my socials or to the Audio Nautic Twitter and we'll take a listen. But yeah, I mean, it is helpful. Like when we're doing playlist ads, is Curtis listening to music or is my voice that soothing? I saw you just rocking with the... Uh, I've just seen. You know, I've just seen survey channels comment in the in the, the audio nautic world tour. Yeah, we're, we're, we're worldwide here, but it is good to see like where we look at like my listeners, where they are, where Curtis's are, where our label mates' listeners are, and then we kind of build off of that to figure out where we're looking to do the targeted ads, and then we expand on it and things like that. But it is good in that regard to kind of know well if it works there, there may be more of like that scene type there or something like that so there are reasons for it beyond just you know being like oh numbers yeah that's great so yeah i, I think it's it, as well as that it's again age group i think one for me personally that's been quite useful because i've always i've always wondered about how to engage the the younger generation so gen z and gen alpha traditionally people for me at least people in their between 30 and 60 ish that i'm in that age bracket you know, it, for some reason. And I've always been wondering, okay, how can I engage with, essentially, how can I engage with the younger generation? And so it's interesting to see the music that I put out and where I do things when I do do things. And then to see that I have, I have seen that starting to come through in the last kind of six months, a year or so. So that's, 
that's a, that's an extra thing in that regard, which can be quite useful. Yeah, I'm curious to hear uh, from our patrons because they also ask us to cover things or, you know, we ask them, hey, we're talking like with Cherry Audio, we'll be covering that if you have anything you want us to cover. Let us know. I know a lot of our patrons are not the biggest fans of Spotify, but if mm. you want us to do a detailed breakdown of Spotify for artists and ways that it can actually help, let us know. There's some things that it's very useful for, and there's some ways you can really set your profile on Spotify like for the best interaction when someone does click on it. Mm. So let us know. You can let us know in the chat right now, patrons, or in the patron groups. Uh, I'm curious to hear because there's there's a lot you can do, you know, if you want to be on Spotify, which is a discussion in its own right, I suppose. Mm. Um, I mean, very it's very slowly inching towards the social media lark, just almost backwards. They're giving us all the analytics and all that stuff before going here, have an interaction with the people. You know what I mean? Um, well, it's interesting you say that because TikTok is bringing out TikTok music, their own yeah. like streaming thing. We'll cover that another day, but. I mean, I think we're seeing like this singularity of social media streaming and oh boy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrifying, uh, but it's, it's fine. Um, it's all good. Um, on that note, uh, you mentioned the patrons, so uh, we'll do a quick patron pitch. If you like what we are doing here today, if you like the news and if you like what we're In the, there are lots of them in the chat today and we thank you ever so much for what your uh the contribution that you're doing it allows us to do all these deep dives to like, spend more time doing this it really allows us to um approach we've we're now in a position where we can start approaching people and say hey we have a platform here that's can we can we can we showcase your stuff and we wouldn't be able to do that without our support from our patrons so thank you ever so much mm -hmm. if you want to support us um head over to patreon.com slash audionautic um be a wonderful way uh for two dollars as well less than the price of a cup of coffee is the cliche i think is the cliche i meant to yeah. say yeah of yeah. course of course yeah okay. yeah and we also just got a brand new member so many thanks to everyone who's been joining you will find if you're listening right now uh you will find you've been added to the uh twitter group and i'll get you on the patron discord group very soon and curtis was kind enough to throw up here's our membership tiers there's a lot of benefits you get and uh, we also have hangouts that we do with our patrons. We talk about all kinds of stuff. It's a good place where we have these nerdy discussions about LFOs, oscillators, synths, you know, even guitar. Sometimes we do throw that in, but mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun. And then, like we mentioned earlier, patrons can ask for us to cover something or if they have questions, you know, we talk about it. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and it helps a ton with the channel, helps us do more of these things and um, get these things out to you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Ian, like any words of that? Helps us all grow. It's been pretty useful recently when everyone seems to be playing live. So there's a lot of discussion around different approaches, setups, and so on. It's good to be able to bounce ideas around with a bunch of people to, who have similar interests or, or things that they're exploring. Well, I really like as well as the just to branch off that is the existential stuff that we do as well. Like, um, you know, we all go through ebbs and flows emotionally as artists uh, and we go through good times and then there are times where we're not feeling it and f feeling creatively burnt out and stuff like that. And mm. it is, a, from, a, from my perspective at least, it's a very nice way as well just to get that little bit of like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, bro, and it's going to be okay. And like taking each other and helping each other through that tough time, um, that is something that is just can never be replaced, I think. And yes. that is yeah. truly amazing to me. 
judging by the chat today, we've got our biorhythms in sync. <laughs> well, talking of existential, though, that moves us quite nicely to the round robin, which, which Curtis is... has a good one today. We can, do, we yeah. can do a quick one, though, because we're, we're running on. That was a, a, a meaty demo. <laughs> it was. Um, now, uh, not essentially existential, but the round robin, this is our discussion part of the show. It's where we take an idea about something about production. Um, be it about uh, again existentialism or be it something producing or if we have some tips and tricks or anything like that and this is where we just throw it out to the community and everyone weighs in and then we can share some ideas and hopefully someone can take something fresh or maybe if they're stuck on something maybe that says something new so this week i want to talk about muddy mixes lots of uh, muddy mixes a lot of uh Alliteration. I was thinking about trying to do more, but I think I spent all of my creative juice on the marketing minute overlays this Sorry, week. Sorry, I will forgive you because those were good. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much indeed. Um, so yeah, so uh, we're looking at muddy mixes and avoiding, particularly avoiding muddy mixes. It's very easy to slip into the trap of making muddy mixes, especially at the beginning. I don't know if you guys have ever listened much to my first EP and uh, Philomath, but there's a lot of mud there, which... I quite like about the same time I've now learned more. So I want to bring it to the table. I want to bring it to the community, people watching back, please weigh in. Uh, if you're listening on, on Apple, on Spotify, please add your comments to this. Um, we'd love to hear where you're coming from. Um, Muddy Mix, who wants to start? Let's do Eon Lake. Yeah. Let's, let's do, due to time though, let's do yeah. up yeah. to two. Two fixes for money mixes. <laughs> okay. Uh, two fixes for first, money mixes. What is a muddy mix? You know, oh, are, are we talking? You know, tongue I like the way he took the idea and just went straight off. <laughs> now we're, yeah. we're we're screwed. See, we'll be done in two hours. Yeah. Go to me, well, to me, it means something that that's got a lot of tone, a lot of girth, but it's indistinct. There's not clarity in it. There's poor separation. Um, and maybe not a good balance either. Who knows? Um, first thing, oh god, two things. All right, uh, only two things. First thing, two things. Uh, monitoring. Make sure that you don't have excessively toppy monitoring or anything that doesn't have an accurate profile. Because if it sounds bright uh, in your studio or in your headphones, whatever you're using, then you'll go somewhere else where it's less bright and suddenly everything sounds muddy. Mm. obvious really isn't it but yeah try and make sure that your monitoring is relatively accurate and that you're used to the sound of not only what you're monitoring on but where you're monitoring you know the room if, if you know what it's like i know i've got a bass trap in this corner for instance it's quite a heavy one as well so i can move around and i kind of know what to expect although everything's set up for the hot spot about here which I'm never in unless I'm mixing. Um, so that's one. It seems obvious, but I mean, you know, if you can't do the simple things, how are you going to do the intricate, delicate stuff? The second one, I hear a lot of arguments on this point about um, high-pass filtering. Um, and some people say you shouldn't just high-pass everything. You know, it's it's not a, not a good idea, but by the same token, there's a reason those switches are on mixing desks. And if, you're, if you've got a hi-hat track, you don't need 100 hertz. You know, it's just that it is that simple. So if there is any noise underneath or at the bottom of a part, 
it's not adding anything harmonically or tonally to the music um you don't need it get rid of it it takes up headroom you know it all adds up onto your master bus and your headroom creeps up and you're you know you end up with kind of indistinct things because you've incorporated a load of material that isn't necessarily part of the music but does take up some of the dynamic headroom so um i but then but also you know people say well do do it don't do it you know use your ears use your common sense know why you might want to do it and why you might not want to do it you can make things sound too thin um, I like to try and get close to the sounds with things like synthesizers as it's easier with the filters and shaping of the sound. You can get things to fit together a bit better, but for things that don't fit together as well, just losing some mud in the low end, you know, mm. push the frequencies a little bit where their presence is and where it's actually doing something and make sure that, you know, the sound is working, you know, and o occupying its part in the music in the mix and that's one thing that will help i like that um one but i'm not allowed <laughs> on Twitter or discord you got full rain there extend it out it's we'll extend it out in the in the patreon group on discord uh because there is a lot here there's a lot here yeah. to unpack mm. i like also i just before we move on i want to say the the eon lake school of music production just use your common sense i i think that would be a fantastic way of doing it um, yeah, we try and do things, you know, with forethought. You know, make mm. it, make sure it's a decision to do that. And yeah, think really with intention. It. Produce mm. with intention. Yeah, um, it's a you great one. Yeah, produce with intention. It's another one. If, 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 <laughs> I keep saying this. If anyone in the chat who tunes in weekly, please, can you make a note of these t-shirts? Because I keep forgetting, and uh, I want to make them, but I just keep forgetting. Just keep forgetting. I have to go back through them all. But we have um, a quintessential one that's actually out. The "Make It Sound Good Dude" t-shirt yeah. is available on our Bandcamp. So the original. We've got one, but we've got to we've got to get some new ones because it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, we'll get to it. Uh, I've got some time off recently, so we'll see where it goes. Uh, Sam Warper, your two, please, sir. Let's see. Um, hmm. I think, like Eon Lake was saying, it's good to define what you mean by mud, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, when I hear muddy mix, I think that, at least maybe from a mastering perspective, that like 180 to 300 area of the mm. frequency range that can really bundle up. And yeah, he's spot on about the high pass, you know, the filters and things like that. But even beyond that, it's that range because you can have a lot of competing parts there depending on what octave you're using. For if you're using near octaves or similar octaves for multiple things, it can get a little muddy. So, I mean, notching out certain instruments that are all in the same range, figuring out where they fit, kind of that Siamese stream smashing pumpkins guitar where it's like you have five or ten guitars, make each one have like a special segment that's mm. really where it's shining, but then the rest is toned down. Um, you can also, in arrangement, consider octaves of each instrument. That might help, you know, with that. And then what you're doing with filters and things like that. So I think the biggest thing for me would be controlling that area, at least in my subjective definition of muddy, is controlling that like 180 to 300. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just figuring out where you want. It's just arrangement, really, for me. It's like figuring out where you want things to fit. And I even high pass or I filter out even up to 300 or 400 on certain sounds just to really just clear it out. If it's not needed, there's still some things there or like guitar, 
you really don't want that muddiness that's at under maybe 150 that I just cut it because mm. the bass is going to cover it. Like think what instrument needs to be covering what and then just get rid of or tone mm. it down and everywhere else. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, just to stem off of that point, because that is it was very dark in my room now for some reason. Um, the, You're bringing out the, the darkness the for this muddy mixes. Mm, it seems to be, yeah. Um, when we talk about layering, just to say when we're cutting things out that we don't need, like you say, the base will cover the under 150. Um, we A lot of us uh, are layering and we do layer and, you know, we might have, for example, my, my classic example is I'll have a low base and I'll have a high base. Um, the I do that too. Yeah, I think it's it's quite a common thing. I have three or four usually. Yeah, like there's there's they're all stacked and they're all yeah. side chained to each other doing different things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, that's another one side chain. Well, it's side chaining. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. So, firstly, <laughs> if you've got if you've got multiple instruments in the mids, usually when we're we've got a sound or doing sound design or we're selecting a sound, um, we there is a certain aspect of that frequency range that we're going for. Like if you like you have a bright synth like a uh, spacey pad or something like that, you're gonna you you want you want that higher higher end for example, right? You don't necessarily need all that stuff. Uh, you don't need that low end at all, which allows for the low pad to bring in something else. Now you can cut that out as well, because usually in the low pad, it is the lower frequencies that you're looking for. And the rest is just, you know, fluff. Um, so, you know, as well as notching to stem off of what some people saying, you can just sweep and just cut out the things that you don't want. So if we are layering sounds, you've got to think about that whole sound. You've got to think about that whole range and how you want to make them through. So separating out what each instrument is being filtered through, that is a nice way of doing it. My uh, classic, I'm going to go for a third one because uh, I can. But the, no, you can't. I'm uh, cutting you off. I, can, <laughs> I, I have the power to do just mute you. Okay, well, there you go. To so, fair, okay, you so, have the power to mute me too. So. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't do side chaining because we've just said that. But no, no, also, no. We're fine. Say, go ahead. Uh, say that uh, whatever your third one is. Side. Well, okay. So the second one would be side chaining everything to everything. Oh, no, not side chaining everything to everything, but wait, side chaining. Wait, are you actually side chaining base to base? I side chain base to base, so I layer so side chains in my base. Like when one base goes, the other one is being ducked. Yeah, so I've got like so usually what I'll do is I'll do a, I'll do a side chain, a uh, sub for example, I'll do a sub yeah. bass, which is obviously just a wall of frequency, right? Then I might have a plucked bass, right? Where then I side chain the pluck to the to the eight oh eight, for example, and then I might have I've got that like psychedelic bass that I use quite a lot, right? Which kind of yeah. phases in and out that kind of thing. I'll then side chain that underneath the pluck, for example, then that whole thing, that whole bus will be side side chain to the kick. Yeah, so see, that's interesting because, like, when it comes to when I stack bass, I just I do it by EQ. Like, I make them fit mm. by EQ. Like, I do high and low pass filter on a mid bass and on a mm. high bass, and then the low bass is just filtered out all the highs, and then I just side chain all of that to just the kick. I want to try this. That sounds so bizarre. The, like side chains on side chains on side yeah. chains, and I see Eon like just grimacing or something. I'm curious if he's. <laughs> If he's just like, what are these noobs talking about? No, he's like, oh. crazy kids. <laughs> I was just thinking, uh, I don't, I don't track bases. I don't layer bases. And then I thought, oh, uh, except when I do. Except when you do, exactly. Um, I don't often well, actually, but but I do, yeah. I, I, I think that as well, we all know about side chaining of bases to some degree, but also side chaining the mid range and the high end, high oh, yeah. range as well. So I like a piano, like if I've got a piano solo, 
yeah, if I've got a piano solo or something, I'll actually just sidechain that entirely to what the pads are doing usually. So the pads duck out to let that clearer come in. Um, but then I've done that with vocals before, where you have like the pad is ducked by the, the sidechain by the vocals, right? So the vocals yeah. get that prominence. Yeah, yeah there's sidechain yeah. is really interesting. There's also like I used in, um, I think it was in the Bliss demo the enveloper that you can do yeah. you can change the dynamic of whether the transient's harder to hit or lower to hit mm. not that that has yes. anything to do with muddy mix cheating this is more than two you're like right you're like right we're, we're cheating we'll, we'll continue okay. this okay. in the discord i'll tell you what we'll oh so you will get extra ones but not me okay all right i'll say i'll, I'll put my i'll put i'll put i won't say anymore i won't say anymore i have i have a last one but i won't say anymore because we discord. are equals we are a, we are a band of brothers, and we all live by the same rules. So, uh, oh, so I would put it another one. No, 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 no I won't say it. Discord. He didn't say, say it. it, and the, what we were just talking about was a random aside. It was a tangent. Oh, it was not well. dealing with money. <laughs> okay, in the chat, is this fair? I don't know. I don't Let's see. So what do you think? Are we are we ruling with too much of an iron fist? Has this become a dictatorship? Have we become mad? We get a couple of codes from different companies, and suddenly we're dickheads. Is that what oh, it is? Equal rights for Ian Lake. I'll give you the floor for for just in short, because we do need to end soon. We've gone on a bit. Just in short, what is the third? And then elaborate on the Discord. Um, positive and negative EQ. I've talked about this one before, but when you're when you're EQing, I mean, I find myself often taking a tiny bit of that out and putting a little bit of that in, so that you're kind ah. of maintaining a sort of a balance. Yeah. And but also doing it in stages, so you just do it a little bit, have a listen, maybe a little bit more. Maybe you're doing this to multiple parts, so that I, I think of it like panel beating a car. That you're gradually sort of trying not to be too drastic with any of it, but slowly pushing things in the directions that you want, you know, not deviating a lot from the sound, but trying to evolve gradually towards better separation and a clearer sort of balance. That's true. I remember in the in when you talked about your live setup two or three ADSNs ago, you mm. showed your bass, and I saw that EQ where you just had the, the 125 just fattened up. And I was like, is that your master bus? Are you yep. just like, yeah. just notch that thing I up? I love 150 hertz. Like, he was like, no, no, it's bass. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll forgive you for that. But yeah, you're spot on. All right, well, I, I hope that makes you feel better. We, we don't want you to feel mad. And you relax. can be mad at Spotify. You can be mad at yeah. Twitter. Yeah, don't be mad at us. I'm, I'm mad at the chat for not backing me up. I'm coming to you. <laughs> <Shots fired. laughs> well, we'll leave it there then. We can continue. There's lots here. Um, there's uh, a five-hour five hour round robin. Run the gamut. I love that. There is more. Unfortunately, we have to eat. We have to eat. <laughs> um, there, there is a lot more here. There is... it. Sorry, that was a motorbike. Uh, next week, I will not keep my window open. It's just really hot. That's what that windy noise yeah. is. That's, That's what, what the hot mic was. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, there's a lot <laughs> <Problem> here. <solved. laughs> there are many ways in which to make a muddy mix. And so there are many ways to fix a muddy mm -hmm. mix. And we'd love to know. So go down to the Discord. Um, let us know in the uh, in the chat. There's an ADSN channel for non-patrons. And non-patrons, you, you can go in there or you can talk in the patron channel, whatever you feel most comfortable with. But if we can create this notion that we know where it's going. It's a common trap that many new producers run in. Um, I 
I, I my entire my continuous quest as a producer is to make my mixes less and less muddy. Maybe um, like three less bases than you have. That might solve yeah. it. That, that <laughs> might solve it. If you have ten bases, go to like six, and I bet yeah. your problem will be solved. I, I I have been very conservative as of late. I only have three. Uh, okay. One of those. Right. One of those is an eight hundred eight. So on the yeah. quest uh, for uh, for cleaner mixes, he's exactly. he's lowered his base mm. number. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we'll go from there. Um, so uh, let us know and join the community and join the discussion because together we grow, as we like to say. Um, but we come to our final segment before we all bugger Wait. off for another week. Wait. Green Sprint says, great stuff. Had to multitask last hour, but the only way I've unmuddied is just doing less. There we go. See? <laughs> less is more sometimes. Less is there more. You go. I just less. saw it. There was actually a uh, on Reddit in We Are The Music Makers subreddit. They were saying, like, what's some, some uh, mixing techniques you've learned and someone was saying just like if it sounds fine without it get rid of it like just be you know very very unbiased like if you really like a little fill you have but if you get rid of it and it fits i don't know if i fully agree with that sentiment but i get the point is that you you know we get we get connected to certain things and just if you Mm -hmm. if it sounds good without it consider getting rid of it you know yeah very much so um you have to be ruthless. And I think, just to echo what Ian Lake was saying, uh, mixed with proactivity and mindfulness, um, we can get lost, especially if we're taking our time over a mix and it's, we come back to it again and again. We can always lose the sense of what it is. So, breaks. Taking a break. Breaks. Taking a break, yeah. exactly. Well, that's um, it for the round robin. Let's see what we've got for the rest of the week. Curtis, what are you doing? Uh, what am I doing? Well, I'm getting back into it. I'm finally having a look at some projects uh, from project files from my the next LP that I want to do. Um, I've I, you know I always have multiple projects going through, and the I've come back and I've started writing and finishing off the first couple of tracks from the new LP. That's been interesting. It's the first time in a while where I felt good about the music I'm making. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm going to do that, and that won't be as for other reasons. One of which I want to talk about in a few uh, in an episode or two's time. It won't. I'm not recording anything. I'm not putting. Not making any videos or anything. It's just making it, and it's giving me a different workflow. Really good. So I'm exploring more of that. Mm. Mm. Ian Lake. I'm tackling burnout this week, so I'm gonna be <clears throat> eating well, taking supplements, getting enough sleep, making sure that I'm hydrated, and exploring some sound design and making weird sounds and bouncing them down to audio and running them through more stuff and maybe sampling them just to get um, away from the first iteration of a sound. You know, you have this, mm-hmm. I want to have sounds that have evolved away from something. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try and get the energy levels up and start to feel more normal so that I can experiment. I'm doing a bit of a Curtis and looking for, you know, a slightly different sound palette, Hmm. you know, and see what inspires me rather than just pulling up one of the old usual things and pressing keys and going, what do I like? You know, I'm going to try and try and come at things slightly differently. See what happens. What about you, Sam Walker? What about me? I've had a horrible week, so I've uh, just (laughs) been, been trying to figure out how to make it better but uh i've been having fun with music i got the live set 
figured out, recorded, because I'm pre-recording because I have multiple camera angles and there's no way I can do that and switch all these different instruments. So the live set is, it was a lot of fun to do once it finally worked. And as Curtis knows, I filmed the whole one and it was perfect. The first one I did that didn't have like any mistakes I could like not live with or whatever. And wow. and then it, every single note of the guitar got moved off time. Oh man. So it's I was awful. like, you gotta be kidding. There's no it's way I'm awful. gonna like go meticulous. So I just redid it and it worked. It was fine, but I was I was so mad. That was just it made me so deflated. You came deflated. to meet on Monday. You were not a happy bunny. I was you? just like I was so deflated. Because I, I pushed our meeting with Curtis, like our Audionautic weekly meeting, back like 10, 15 minutes so I could film this before it's like 92 degrees in here, which I think Curtis says is like 40 Celsius or 38 it's not fun it's not pleasant let's put it that way. it's not pleasant so i like i shut the air off and it starts to just get sweltering in here and so i did it and it was perfect and then i saw the dreaded analyzing transients that pops up when it's messing it up and boom it got all glitched and i was like oh so i go on the call and i was just like it's not working but it worked i finally got it one of the things i figured out if anybody has this issue and i'm not sure what it is yet i'm going to contact apple but who knows if they'll respond and logic but if you delete because with logic you can record multiple takes on a mm. single audio instrument if i as soon as i would hit about four takes the next ones would start just going off transient like go. it would just move them and i think part of it like i said is because i have time signature changes throughout but anyways if you want to see what ended up being, and it turned out pretty well. The Bandcamp live stream is on my Bandcamp, sunwarbert.bandcamp.com. Uh, all the patrons should have gotten an email invite. So if you want to tune in, check that it's there. If not, let me know. And then Curtis and Eon, like you both got invites as well. So I Yay. hope to see everyone there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, it's it's it was interesting. It was cool. And I it was weird using the DAW sending MIDI and then playing on things. It, it's It's crazy. I felt like a one-man band, just like <laughs> moving. But I just needed a little drum kick, you know. Knee symbols. That's what you want. Knee yeah. symbols. Yeah, I need symbols. Yeah. Bag your knees together. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be fun. Uh, no, Sunday, Sunday, eight p.m. Uh, yeah, eleven a.m. Pacific, which should be whatever time we go live on Wednesdays here. Hmm. It'll be there, which I think you said is eight p.m. It's 7 p.m. Uh, 7 7 PM? PM UTC. Seven yeah, p.m. 7 UTC. PM UTC so. eight, 8 yeah. p.m. CET. So, and if you can't uh, make it yeah. and you get a ticket or you got the invite as a patron, it, it's a 48-hour replay. I don't think I'm going to post this on my YouTube, but I will be posting. Anybody that tunes in and gets a ticket or anything will get the audio. And there's also going to be a really cool merch item. So that'll be fun. There's only I five of I... this merch item, and it's, it's very interesting. Genuinely forgot that we made that. Uh... Yeah, I still need <laughs> something from you, though. I, I need one thing. You need one thing. <laughs> Yeah, we, we talked okay. about it, but I'll I'll bring it up after. <laughs> bring it up. Uh, remind me. I'll do it over the weekend uh, or before the weekend. Obviously, seeing as it's Sunday, but yeah. <laughs> um, thank you ever so much, uh, everyone tuning in, especially guys yeah. who come to the end. We are eight, at eighty-eight minutes, and there are eight people watching at eighty-eight minutes, which is very witchy. So I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up. I was here, I was I'm... gonna say because you didn't mention that you're going live, right? Yeah, we got a witch. We got a witchy week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so and got a, my... got a little witch in the yeah. in the chat. And uh, massive thanks to everyone who tuned in the whole way through. Yep. And if you see this pop up on your YouTube feed, because we're going to unlist this live stream as part of this experiment, we'll be posting it as a video. Consider opening it, watching it for a couple minutes and hitting the like button. You can hit the like button on this video, too. But on that one's the, 
the key if you want to help. We're testing this out to see the algorithm reach. We know a lot of us use YouTube and we're testing these things out to report back to you. So um, yeah, if you see it, just give it a like, watch it for a couple minutes. The average view duration is key with YouTube apparently. So from what we're finding. So yeah, we'll report back with all of our findings probably in two, three weeks. We want to test this for a little bit. Yeah, but um, we'll get them. Anything else, Curtis, before we go? No, I think that's it. Just again, thank you. Le appreciate everyone. Love everyone. Thank you ever so much. Lovely to see you here week in, week out. And we can't, we're looking forward to next week. I'm already looking forward to next week. Yeah, so, me yeah. too. I know. It's going to be a fun one. Eon Lake, what about you? Anything? Any final words? I, I just love in my heart for the patrons. Bless up. Yeah. And for anyone who wants to listen to this and share time with us, thank you. Yeah, it means the world. I mean, I, I think I say it for all of us, but this is the highlight of our week, just coming on, talking. It's always good to see you two, all of the patrons, everybody in the chat. It's always a ton of fun. It's the highlight of the week. So um, until the next highlight of the week, next week, Wednesday, 11 a.m., thanks for watching.